0: Hey there, everybody. Thanks for joining in again. This is Pastor Chip. I thank you for listening. Today, we're going to continue on with our Abraham narrative. And we'll start in chapter 22 of Genesis and one of the greatest biblical crises mentioned in the Bible. And I'll talk about it as I read along, so bear with me. It says, Now it came to pass after these things that God tested Abraham... And said to him, Abraham, and he said, Here I am. And then he said, Take now your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah. And offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. Okay, in the next verse it says, verse 3, So Abraham rose early in the morning and saddled his donkey. I'm going to hold it right there. So, between verse 2 and verse 3, we hear no discussion, no argument, no criticizing, no second guessing, no whining, no, oh God, please, no. He says, God closes the sentence, chapter 2, with to the mountains of which I shall tell you, and verse 3 begins with, so Abraham rose in the morning. Abraham, is exhibiting extreme faith. He doesn't say anything. He knows God will provide. We've read from the previous chapters that the angels came. They told uh, Abraham that he was going to have a child. They, they destroyed uh, Sodom and Gomorrah and saved Lot and his family. There's just lots of things in Abraham's life that he's been involved with with God. And it says, verse 3, So Abraham rose early in the morning and saddled his donkey and took two of his young men with him and Isaac his son. And he split the wood for the burnt offering and arose and went to the place where God had told him. Then on the third day, Abraham lifted his eyes and saw the place afar off. It says in, the, in my book, in my narrative, in my Commentary It says, Three days was a typical period of preparation for something important. And the site is where the location is the location of where the temple was later built. So, the third day, Abraham lifted his eyes and saw the place afar off. And Abraham said to his young men, Stay here with the donkey. The lad and I will go yonder and worship, and we will come back to you. So Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on Isaac his son, and he took the fire in his hand and a knife, and the two of them went together. But Isaac spoke to Abraham his father and said, Father, and he said, Here I am, my son. And he said, Look, the fire, the wood, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? And Abraham said, My son, my God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering. So the two of them went together. So now, up until this point, Abraham has not questioned God at all. He has operated on extreme faith. But can you imagine? Your most prized possession. Your only and eldest child. Your your heir... To everything that you have, God has told you to sacrifice him. Surely, Abraham is walking these three days thinking, I'm wondering what God's got planned. I'm wondering how he's going to pull this one out. But, you know, he's he's never failed me before. He's got me out of these other situations. I trust him you know God knows what Abraham's thinking. So, verse 9, it says, They came to the place of which God had told them. Sorry, verse 8. And Abraham said, My son, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering. So the two of them went together. Then they came to the place of which God had told him. And Abraham built an altar there and placed the wood in order. And he bound Isaac, his son, and laid him on the altar upon the wood. Now, it's not told. We don't know what happened. But what do you think Isaac's thinking? My dad is going to kill me and burn me on as an offering. Or do you think he's saying, we both have faith in God. We've seen things. And I know that God is not going to let my dad kill me. And Abraham stretched out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. So he said, here I am. And he said, do not lay your hand on the lad or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God since you have not withheld your son, your only son from me. Then Abraham lifted his eyes and looked, and there behind him was a ram caught in a thicket by its thorns. So Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up for a burnt offering instead of his son. Now, nobody's really said much about it, but it's interesting to note that we see here that God provided a ram. Most of the time, they presented a young Lamb, a young sheep of the purest of their herd. I'm sure this ram was pure, but a ram Reckon, reckon represents strength and might. And just think about that for a minute. The sacrifice that Abraham... That the Lord provided for Abraham was a ram of strength. A strong animal commanding maybe symbolic of Abraham going to be the figurehead of all the Nations on earth. Mm, we'll see, but the, but um, let's see. And Abraham called the name of the place. The Lord will provide, as it is this said to this day in the mount of the Lord. It shall be provided. And the angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time out of heaven, and he said. By myself I have sworn, says the Lord, because you have done this thing and have not withheld your son, your only son. Notice that every time the Lord tells him, he says, your son, your only son. He wants him to sacrifice his son, his only son. Blessing I will bless you. And multiplying, I will multiply your descendants as the stars of the heaven and as the sand which is on the seashore. And your descendants shall possess the gate of their enemies. In your seed, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed because you have obeyed my voice. So Abraham returned to his young men, and they rose and went together to Beersheba. And Abraham dwelt at Beersheba. So isn't it amazing that God says, I will multiply your descendants as the stars of the heaven and as the sand which is on the seashore. Now, on the east coast of the United States, I find it probably... That there's more sand there than there are the descent the people on the earth. Now that's not counting the West Coast, Europe, the continent different continents, you know, the sand everywhere all over the seashore. Can you imagine what this earth is gonna look like if that's any indication that is the population that the sands The descendants of Abraham will be like the sands of the seashore. And the Lord says, In your seeds, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed because you obeyed my voice. We are blessed people because of Abraham and his faith. Can you imagine? He says, Your son, your only son. says in my book, Abraham's supreme act of obedience draws forth God's supreme assurance of blessing. His only son and Abraham becomes the father of all nations. Now, come on up a couple of thousand years and what happens? Abraham had faith. And because of Abraham, all Of his descendants were blessed. By God. But. Because God loved us so much. That he gave. The true. Unblemished lamb of God. As a sacrifice for us. That all. Mankind that believes. Shall be able to have. Everlasting life. And we will rejoice in heaven with God forever. Is that not amazing? That is amazing. An act of faith has secured our salvation. But what are you doing as an act of faith today? What are you doing in your life as a demonstration of faith for God and doing things for Him without expectation of reward or benefit or compensation what are you doing that allow that shows God that you believe in him and you exercise that faith and live and move and breathe off of faith without any expectation of him doing something do you get up every morning and pray Do you say, thank you, God, for bringing me to another day? Thank you for my children and their health. Thank you for the job that I have. Thank you that we live in the world we live in today. I know things are bad, and I talk about it with my friends and everybody else, but I'm constantly reminded that it ain't near as bad as it can be. It can be a lot worse. You know, in 1933 and after, there was a country rounding up people saying, just wear the armband. You're, you know, the Jews just wear the armband. It's for your own protection. And we're rounding you up and sending you to work camps. It's for your own protection. And now we're seeing, you know, wear a mask. It's for your own protection. And, Do this. It's for your own protection. People are dying. They're losing their jobs. Our economy is crashing. Our world is in chaos. But we still have Jesus Christ. We still have an eternity with our Savior if you so choose to accept it. God has never left any of us hanging out to dry. We've done it ourselves. He's never asked us to do anything that he wouldn't do himself. And that can especially be said for Abraham, right? He didn't ask Abraham to do anything that he wouldn't do for himself. And he did it. He didn't make Abraham follow through on the sacrifice. He just wanted to see how much Abraham trusted and believed in him him and his word. And it's the same for us. But he went further. He said, because of your faith in my son, I will bless you for eternity. I will forgive all your sins. I will blot them out. I don't care if they're as numerous as the sands on the seashores. I will forgive your sins. What are you doing today? To bring honor to God. Where is your faith? What kind of faith are you demonstrating in your life? You know, it's not like we've got to walk on glass or hot fire beds or sleep on a bed of nails. He just wants us to spread the gospel. Be good to our fellow man. Share the love of Christ the people we meet. It's not that hard. And this is Pastor Chip. I thank you for tuning in. I thank you for listening. I hope you have a blessed day. And please, please exercise just a little faith. A little faith. God bless.